Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChapaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Villains and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. It's just me here today, Neil. There's no Paddy, but I've got a great guest, a great guest from Villa and Proud. I've got Tom Cowley uh, from Villa and Proud with us today, and we're going to discuss, um, I suppose, everything about the organization, the fantastic work that they're doing. But before we do that, Tom, how was your Tuesday doing today? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. I've uh, been quite busy, you know, sorting out stuff for our Rainbow Laces campaign this week, but yeah. it's all really positive. So, yeah, it's good. That is good, yeah, and, and we will we will get on to the Rainbow Laces thing at the weekend um, as well. But I suppose first, before we do that, just in case anybody doesn't know about Villa and Proud or know the, I suppose their mission statement or or or, um, or or anything to do with that, tell us a small little bit about the actual organisation itself, how it got started, you know, how long you guys in 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 business, so to say, and, and what's the I suppose what, what what's the foundation behind the actual organisation itself? Yes, yeah, so. Um... Sam Timms is our chair and he founded us on the 28th of November in 2018, okay. which uh, a lot of people remember is the game we drew 5 all with Nottingham Forest. So it was uh, quite a memorable game to, uh, to start up. Um, yeah, and since then, we've just grown and grown. Um, and, our, and our aim really, you know, with the, with the official LGBTQ plus supporters network of Aston Villa, um, and yeah, our mission is to kind of just empower um, support and build LGBT inclusion uh, for fans, players and, and the staff at Aston Villa Football Club. So that, that's what we're aiming for and, and that's what we try to do. That's actually really, that, that's a really cool thing you said there, they had the staff at Aston Villa Football Club as well, because I think the, the obvious question I was going to ask there was, 
um, you know, about players and so on like that, empowering them, you know, and having organizations like like your like your own just to, to be able to allow people to feel part of something within their community so that when they are put into the spotlight and they are a player, that it's not a big thing for them if they if people know that they're that they're uh, you know that they're gay or that they're that they're maybe after the finish that they're trans that they're trans or whatever the situation is, you know. But you mentioned staff there as well. And that's that's something I think that gets overlooked too. So really really interesting to, to hear that because maybe it might be easier and, and I'm, I'm putting this in quotation marks people can't see it easier maybe for a staff member to be able to come out as as, as maybe a gay man or a gay woman what's your views on that is, is would, would you think that might be the might be the case and um yeah potentially and I mean obviously Aston Villa is like any company they've got a, a diverse range of people mm. working for them um and it's not even necessarily just uh, backroom staff from the from the teams you've got obviously all the staff that work at the you know, at the board level and everything else really, and comms and HR everywhere. Um, and it, it's about, you know, with our existence shows that, and Aston Villa's support of us shows that as a company, as well as as a business, which I know we don't like to think of football clubs as businesses, but but they are, but as a business that they're inclusive um, for everybody, whoever you are, and that they'll support you. And I think that can be really powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because, uh, Look, at the end of the day, no matter whether it's a player, no matter whether it's a staff member, a board member, a financial director, or somebody who's just who's ringing up trying to flog season tickets, whatever, best people in the best positions create the best clubs, regardless of you know of uh, of views or orientations or whatever the case is. So it's fantastic exactly. to hear to hear that that is uh, you know that that ethos is. Uh, is 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 kind of plastered across the club, which is great to see. And, and Tom, how did you yourself get involved in Villa and Proud? Are you uh, are you there since day dot, or are you uh, are you only there recently, or what's the story? When did you get involved? Um, so I started getting involved um, at the beginning of June. Um, so I first kind of became really aware probably this time last year around Rainbow Laces. Um, so I was running my own blog for because um, I was having mental health struggles. Um, and I found that opening up to the Villa fan base was, was a really powerful way of almost, I think sometimes opening up to people that you know really well can be quite difficult. Um, and almost having that slight barrier of being through a social network almost helped me to uh, to open up to people that that maybe, that you know will be supportive, but if they aren't, it's not the end of the world sort of thing. Yeah. I know that sounds quite strange, but um, yeah, so I was writing this blog and I'd given my opinion on, on the Rainbow Laces campaign and why I thought we needed it. Um, and um, Kev, who's the fundraising officer at the minute at um, Villa and Proud, he approached me in the DMs and just said, you know, I, li- I like what you're doing. And um, and then I kind of didn't really think that much of it. Um, he asked me, you know, do I want to join as a member? So I joined as a member um, about this time last year. And then they advertised in the first week of June. It's obviously um, Pride Month is June. So that's when we're really, uh-huh. really busy with our campaigns. And um they said they needed a social media officer and I read through what they wanted and yeah, I thought it just suited me down to the ground. So since then I've been, I've been working with Sam and Steve and Kev and then recently Sarah, who's joined us as our women's football officer. And um, yeah, we've, we've been going onwards and upwards ever since. Uh, you know, as, as you say, it seems like it's, uh, 
you know the, the 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 guys that are earning it are 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 um you know like you as you mentioned trying to find the best people for it and putting a nice structure involved there because you mentioned that there's a lot of organisations that start up there and I know I keep going I keep going I suppose really about the the inclusion but but that's what you're talking about you're literally everything you've mentioned there is about including absolutely everybody you said there that there's a there's a women's football officer there as well you know how many organisations are set up and it's a case of right let's just cater to the guys. And let's not, let's just yeah, exactly. add a little sort it out themselves. They'll 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 do their own thing, I'm sure, once they see how well we're doing. Why not bring them on? Why not just have it as all inclusive? And that's uh, that's that's a fantastic, I, I suppose. Um, you know, that, that that's that's a good thing to hear. It is happening that it's a kind of a one one vision, one goal, one one pathway kind of organization, which is uh, incorporating men, the the men's team and the women's team. Because let's face it, you know. And I know that, that that women's football doesn't doesn't maybe it, well it's not doesn't maybe it just doesn't bring in the eyeballs and the um, you know the viewership and stuff that men's football is. But yeah. everywhere it has to start somewhere, you know. And uh, I I I've been glad of watching women's football while while the, the coronavirus has been here and not been able to get to this football matches. And I know of Villa being up in the. Um, up in the, the, the Women's Super League in, in, in the top division at the moment. And, and I watched their first game against Man City. And, you know, anytime they're on TV, I would, I would watch them and, and stuff. And it's, it's kind of good. You're kind of getting to know the players as well. And, yeah, and that's, that's kind of good to see too. You know, that is, that's really, really good to see. It's good, good to see it highlighted and I suppose showcased because like we all have sisters, we all have nephews, we all have nieces, we all have cousins that are female, you know, and, I'd love to be able to say that one of my cousins or one of my or my one of my sisters got past it now at this stage. I I know we're talking about inclusion, but she's definitely <laughs> past it at this stage. She's not going to make a break into the international scene at this stage. But you know, um, here in Ireland, women's football is is, is gone is gone very big, and uh, our well, my local club or my club that I would have grown up playing for Ballingarry AFC, we have quite a quite a big. Um, hotbed, I think, of of women's football at the moment in in just in, in the county of Limerick where we are, and uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of players in the underage Ireland setup that would have come from our club. So, just you know, getting to know about it and getting to know that it's it's becoming more popular is 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 always good to see and good to hear as well. Um, I I suppose, look, you guys, I know you guys aren't the only LGBTQ plus uh, supporters initiative or organisation within. Uh, within a, a football club in, in, in the UK, but just how big is the network around the UK? How big is the network? Because obviously, you know, y- you you see it, you kind of know it's there, but maybe you don't see it as much, if you know what I mean. Maybe maybe the, maybe you're not looking in the right places or whatever, but, but how big is it around the league? Would every Premier League team have a... Um, Yes, yeah, so I, I was quite surprised as well when I first um, joined the committee at just how big the network is. Um, so there's 18 Premier League clubs that have got networks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Fulham and Southampton don't, but um, yeah, if that's something they want to do, I'm sure they will. And if not, it's you know it's, it's a choice that they make. But um, yes, we've got 18, um, and we before our matches, we quite often have socials with these other groups. So. Uh, before West Ham, we had a pre-match um, Zoom call with uh, Pride of Irons. Mm. So it was our, our members and, and Pride of Irons members, West Ham's group. And and it is, it's, it's, a, it's a great community because obviously we've all got our football rivalries, but um, but we've all got what unites us, which is which is wanting equality and wanting, and, and for everybody, you know, wanting everybody to feel safe and welcome um, at Villa Park, at, 
at the London Stadium or, or wherever else you may be. Um, and, you know, and I think we highlighted that with, we had our pre-match social before um, the women played Birmingham City. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Blues for All um, on our call. And again, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, you know, once that whistle goes, then we're, we're sworn enemies. But between, you know, before, before kickoff and after the full-time whistle, it's, you know, we're all friends. So that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, do you know what, in, in, in a sense... 2020 has kind of like I, I before I would have had a, a few barneys on, on on Twitter with people and I would have actually come away from having a conversation with them on Twitter like kind of going God that prick I hate him I can't wait to get back on Twitter after we beat them I'm going to give him bags of it and I'm never going to back down now I'm kind of going like Hey he's it, it's just two fans having their views on their team so like he's like no matter what I tell him he's never going to turn around and say actually you know what Aston Villa are deadly I'm going to start supporting them in the morning. So like we're, it's never going to come to conclusion any any kind of arguments. Yes, we can absolutely despise each other for those ninety minutes and rib each other and slag each other and you know. But afterwards, there's no point in keep twisting the knife because you're never going to make him an Aston Villa fan, no matter how much you try. So you know, exactly. you might even want to do it. <laughs> so you know, uh, it is the beauty, and I think 2020, 2020 has, has taught me that an awful lot. Anyway, definitely in a lot of sports, believe me, a lot of different sporting sporting aspects. Um, for them proud, I, I suppose there, there's you've got some uh, very high profile ambassadors as well. Want to talk to us about those? We've got an ambassador for the for women's team, and uh, you've got an ambassador for the men's team as well. Yep. So. Um... Right from the beginning, um, Aston Villa have managed to get um, Thomas Hitzelsberger on board with us. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a very high-profile um, former player and um, openly gay man. Who's um, yeah, so he's, he's our first ambassador. He's obviously now in, over in Germany in Stuttgart. But um, yeah, so we've got an interviews and stuff planned with him in the future and trying to get him as involved as possible. Um, and we've got um, our ambassador, who's really really active, and she's brilliant um on social media and helping us with everything that we do we've got natalie haig who is who plays for aston villa women um and we yeah we've we've managed to get so much out of it out of the relationship between us you know and we've benefited from that relationship and i think um, natalie would say herself that she's been really empowered um by the relationship with us to help and just push this positive message of, of inclusion um, inclusion for everyone in this game and that everyone should feel happy, everyone should feel welcome. And, um, yeah, and it's, it's really helping us with um, with this connection with the women's team. You know, we've seen after their Rainbow Laces fixture the other day, um, they posted a photo of them of them all with our banner. Um, and, and just little things like that that I think a lot of people don't necessarily don't necessarily even notice or if they do they might think oh you know what's what's the point of these little gestures but for for lgbt plus people in in sport and um, just little gestures like that that just show that the club and the team and the players they, they all support you for who you are and they welcome you and that can be that can be a huge gesture that can it can really change people's perspectives and i think that gets overlooked absolutely yeah and and as i say like where there's there's a lot of talk about gestures and stuff like that in sport and and uh, and the old adage of and i'm not going to get into it at the moment because uh, as i say once again everybody's entitled to what they think i may not agree with it i may not, i may disagree with it or whatever but i'm not going to sit here and pontificate about some about certain things like that because i don't know how it would affect me 
uh, you know, if I was in that situation, just to make it quite clear, I'm absolutely all for the, <laughs> the rainbow laces and everything like that. Just in case that kind of came out as well, you know, but I just don't want to get down the, get down the, uh, the political debate with anybody on Twitter after the podcast does come out. Um, I'm stating my, my, uh, my, uh, I suppose, where I stand in it at the moment and, and uh, everybody else can stand wherever they want to afterwards. But it is, imp- it is important, I think, to have, um, I suppose, look, look, it's, it, it's, it's a, all, all a kind of, I suppose, a situation of if you can't see people being included, how do you ever feel like you're going to be included yourself? You know, it's all right for it's all right for somebody to turn around and and like the the stereotypical you know straight white male to turn around and say, oh no, but we all we all you know don't see you any differently. Yeah, but does the thirteen year old child that's maybe maybe struggling with his or her sexuality do they know that that happens? But if they see the rainbow flag, if they see people of, of influence, you know, embracing something like that, they, like we're not saying that, like it's it, it's not a case where where they have to do it every single day, and that's why you have things like Pride Month, and that's why you have things like the rainbow laces. Seeing it once can make somebody feel so much more at ease. Is it fair to say that that, that, that that's kind of the whole aspect of symbolism with regards to the to the whole rainbow laces movement itself? Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, and, and I know we were talking about not getting into political uh, debates, but obviously there's there's a bit of an element of um, you see the responses. Some people say that this is political, and some people say you know keep politics out of football when when people are supporting rainbow laces. But but you're, I think you're spot on. My response to them is is purely that it's not about politics. You know, we don't as Villa proud, we don't have a political aim. I'm sure we probably don't all agree with each other on our political views. You know, but it's not it's not relevant. It's um. It's all about, like you say, it's if you've got um, kids or adults or anybody who who just thinks, I don't know if I'm going to be accepted for who I am. I don't know if I'm going to be accepted at Villa. I don't know if I'm going to be welcomed by the fan base, by the club, by anybody. Um, just showing that gesture, it really does. It really does make a difference. And I think there's, and I think there are, there is kind of two sides to it a little bit. Um, I think people get a bit frustrated with these. You know, if, if Villa did rainbow laces and then never spoke to us again, I think you get a bit, you know, it's a token gesture. And I think a lot of, not necessarily football clubs, but I think a lot of businesses probably do do, do that. But um, but Villa are brilliant with us. They're, they're always wanting to communicate with us, um, look at what we want to do. They they give us ideas, we give them ideas. And it's just, it's a great relationship to have. And it's, it is, it's really, really positive in, in pushing this change that we that we want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And, and talk to me a little bit more about the Rainbow Laces campaign. Two of us have just spoken about it there. I've, uh, you know, obviously I've seen it. I, I've seen it over the last couple of years. I know what it's about. But talk to us about the actual campaign. It's, it's, it's I suppose it's where it's come from. Um, I think this is, actually, I'm not even going to guess at how many years it's been, <laughs> it's been going at the moment because I make an idiot out of myself. But um, you do it. You go for it. You talk about the Rainbow Laces campaign. And, and, and I suppose just in case there's people out there that don't really know what it's about and, and maybe might see the, the, the Rainbow Coloured Laces and w- are wondering why that is the case this week. Yeah, so it's, it's an initiative um, by Stonewall, which are an LGBT charity. Um, and it's, it's purely just saying to, um, saying to the football world, to the sporting world, it, it's across loads of different sports that um, to show to show support for the LGBT community. That's, that's what it is. And it's, you know, um, take out your normal coloured laces that you'd normally wear and put in a bright rainbow, rainbow laces that obviously the rainbow has been kind of synonymous with the um, LGBT plus community for, for generations now. And it's, and it is, it's a gesture just that everyone says, you know, I'm wearing these laces, so I support you no matter what. Um, 
and and in terms of Villa, um, obviously our Rainbow Laces fixture was supposed to be on Friday against Newcastle last week, yeah. which has obviously been been postponed, which is which has put a spanner in the works for us. We were all a bit a bit downbeat, a bit stressed about it all, if we're being honest, because we'd uh, we built up to this fixture and it had just uh, it had been cancelled. But obviously it's. It's, it's what it is. It's COVID. We, we've got to kind of just respect that it's a safety issue and, and move on. But um, yeah, so now our fixture is going to be this Saturday against against Wolves, which is an away game. But we're still going to do as much as we can. So we've got um, we've got Aston Villa are going to do a campaign. Um, the players are going to wear the tops. That, I don't know if you saw the women were wearing them last week, the, the rainbow warm-up tops, um, which Kappa have, have designed with... You know, with us, we've we've spoken to the club and we've spoken to Kappa and we've we've got this design done, which is which is brilliant. I think it's the second year we've done this, which which is fantastic. Um, and yeah, it's 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 just really positive, and it's almost we were kind of joking earlier that them move, moving the Newcastle game has almost given us an extra week of of action that we can take because it was all going to be over in one weekend, you know. And now we've got we've got another weekend and. Um, Yes, we've got uh, we've got social media campaign planned that we're going to ask everyone to try and join in with if they can. Um, we want everyone on Thursday. It is at, at twelve o'clock. We're going to ask everybody if they can change their profile pictures to one that we've got set up with the hashtag Be Villa Proud, which um, both us and the club want to want to really promote this hashtag. You know, be be proud to be yourself. Be proud to be a Villa fan. And um, yeah, we hope that can really show some unity. I, I love those tops. I, lo- I know the black one that um, that that I've seen on your website with Jack wearing it as well. I know that you guys shared it on, on social media. The white one, which is uh, which is which I thought was even better. I thought I just loved the, <laughs> the 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 rainbow lines at the bottom of it. it was nice and subtle, and it just looked really really smart and fair play to Kappa because actually I just looked at it and I just expected it to be a, a villain pro t-shirt. And then I went, wait a minute. That's a, that's all. That's like a club issue cap and yeah. top, you know. So that's fantastic. It looks it looks really really good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not sale by any chance, are they? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's brilliant, isn't it? You know, we um, we asked the question last year, and, and you don't expect necessarily. You know, you think someone oh sorry, it's a bit too difficult to do. But but Kappa was straight on board straight away, um, and Villa were on board, and it was it just all came together perfectly. And I think. You know, it, it benefits everyone, doesn't it, to, to show that, that everyone, Kappa, Villa, uh, Kazoo, um, and us, obviously, we all support we all support the same cause. Yeah, actually, they are on sale. I was kind of only, I was only joking asking where they on sale. I thought they were a one-off issue, but they're there. They're 50, 50 yeah, they're, in um, the club shop. Actually. Yeah, under the training training range in the club shop. So you can you can get them get them there. I think there's a jacket as well. Uh, yeah, this is great. This makes for great podcasting. Me scrolling through the the, <laughs> the club shop, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I can see the men's. Oh, there is. There's a jacket there as well. Actually, that jacket is quite class. Yeah, that's cool. Um, excellent. Yeah, check it out there, guys. As I say, they're uh, they're available on uh, on the Villa website as well, which is which is really cool, which is really fantastic. Um, I had another question. It's completely gone out of my mind. Oh yeah, it was nine uh, Villa proud. Uh, related question, but obviously, look, um, you guys are going to have have eyes on the Wolves game. Look, it's 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 a derby. Um, it's kind of a derby. I don't know. I don't. I don't consider it a derby. I speak to some other Villa fans, and they go, "No, they're just Wolves. Their derby is with West Brom. Ours is with Birmingham." Uh, what? Like, it'd be nice to put one over Wolves at the weekend. What, what's your views now? Who, how do you think the game is going to pan out? Do you think we're going to we're going to get get one over on them? 
get back, get right the train on the tracks again, should I say, after four losses out of five? Um, well, first for me, yeah, it's not a derby at all. Um, other than other than the fact that most of my family are Wolves fans, so it's a, it's a derby in my house, but I don't think there's any rivalry other than that, is there? But um, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it, really? Um, I, I look at it and I think, you know, we've beaten these teams that we think that usually we'd have no chance against teams like Liverpool, Arsenal in the past, you know, mm. and, and we've beaten them comfortably. And then we've gone to, to teams like Brighton and West Ham and we've just not quite managed to come away with it. And um, and Wolves are a funny one, aren't they? They're just right in that middle pack that, again, they're like us, I think. On their day, they could beat anyone, but but they've been struggling at the minute. And um, I think it just depends what Villa shows up. It depends on... You know, on, on how we can how we can break them down because they probably sit quite deep against us, like a lot of teams seem to be these days. But if we can break them down, if we can get a goal or two, then I'm just hoping we can cut out those little mistakes and we should be fine. Yeah, I think I think they're obviously got, they're obviously still kind of reading from the loss of Raúl Jiménez, like and, and best wishes to him and his in yeah. his recovery. And I know his his surgery went well for something so innocuous. It's it was a sickening, you know, to just see him lying prone on the ground and. Uh, I do hope that he. We do hope he gets to play football again because, as we know, and it's been mentioned a thousand and one times since since the since the, his his accident. But Ryan Mason, unfortunately, hasn't been able to to like his career has been been taken from him from him. And hopefully, we don't see it from Raúl Jiménez either, because you know, even though he was um, formerly a Wolves player, you know, there was people, there was there was teams all around the world that were like looking at him and 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 and, and thinking of making moves for him and stuff. And they cruel, cruel year of sport and, and activity that, that, that we've had this year and he's he's suffered you know a, an absolutely freak injury and, and I do hope it gets better obviously the reason I'm talking about him is that he is their talisman up front yeah there um you know he is their main goal getter and uh he, I think maybe his absence was was seen against Liverpool um in the most recent game you know that four and a loss to Liverpool was uh probably a hard enough one for them to take now that's a lot of teams are going to lose four 0 to Liverpool this year. Not <laughs> us, because we just—that's all we do. We just beat Liverpool, you know. That's just—that's <laughs> just what we do, um, especially under Dean Smith. But uh, <laughs> but um, no, it's it's definitely one that I suppose two weeks ago, three weeks ago, if you were to ask me about the game, I would have been very trepidatious about it. But this week, while not taking them for granted because Nuno is is, is a great manager, I'm I'm kind of I, I, I'm. I'm 52-48 convinced that I that I think that we'll win. So I'm I'm coming down on, on the side that it, that that Villa have have a big big chance to win against Wolves. And uh, look, it's another scalp to take. It's another scalp to take from a game where at the start of the year we would look at it and probably put an extra and say we might get any points from that one. Yeah, it's it's yeah, you're spot on. Again, it's one of those games, isn't it? Where yeah, you don't expect us to win, so they shouldn't come out there with with necessarily that kind of expecting to win, um, that kind of overconfidence, that almost arrogance, I think maybe has crept in a little bit. I don't know whether that's a part of it, but um, but equally you don't expect us to lose because we can beat anyone. So it's it's one of those where I think on the day anyone could win it. And and if we show up then, yeah, we've got a great chance. 52-48 is uh, not something I want to talk about right now, but... <laughs> but I, it's, it, I, it's I, I said it and I went, no, I don't want to get into that conversation <laughs> either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 52-48. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come down on that side, 52-48. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, look as I say, Wolves. It's 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 a big game, uh, big game at the weekend, and uh, it's twelve o'clock Saturday, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is yeah, lunchtime on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday, brilliant. Um, we've got a big weekend here in Ireland as well. Our uh, Indigenous games are uh, Gaelic games. Um, the their champ the, the championships we would have for us they were pushed back. They usually finish in, at the end of August. But we're having them now in December, which has been amazing because no one ever thought you could play our games because of the speed of them and they're so fast yeah. and the pitches need to be perfect. No one thought that you could play it in, in such bad weather, but it's been an amazing championship. And the culmination of our hurling championship is on, is on Sunday. And yours truly's team, Limerick, is in it. And I can tell you this much that oh, if, that, if, this, if, um, if the Wolves Villa game was on at three o'clock on Sunday, there is no way I would be watching that. <laughs> Limerick being in Ireland finals we won it in 2018 but before that it was 19, 1973 and uh, if we win again uh, this Sunday there could be um, yeah there could be a couple of drunk tweets sent out a lot of drunk tweets I think could be sent out but yeah so it, the, the footballing scheduling gods have, have done me a favour putting it on on, uh, on Saturday uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to our customary time usually of Sunday at half seven or Sunday at three o'clock so was delighted that that wasn't going to be the case this week. I'll, I'll keep an eye on your uh, on your Twitter on Sunday night then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'll be a lot of gibbers posted on Twitter <laughs> on, on Sunday night. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, the look here, here's to a fantastic weekend. Look, you guys are going to have. Uh, I know it's going to be going to be going to be a super. Look, it'd be great if there was fans in the in the stadium to see us. You know, and it would give more eyeballs on it. But um, with all the games being scheduled and TV and stuff like that, um, I hope the the relevant kind of gravitas is given towards the campaign itself. And 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 I know that Sky have have got it in a lot of their. Um, I think I saw. I think it was Sky that had it had had a piece on it as well. And um, so hopefully it does get the get a mention. You know that it should should get a mention on it. Anyway. Yeah, it will do. Let yeah. people know know what the story is. Tom, thanks a million for popping on today. Uh, it's been, it's been a kind of, it's been a strange week. I don't usually struggle to, um, I'm not going to say come up with content, but I don't usually struggle to to find things to keep my mind occupied when Villa aren't playing. But I think it was the, I think it was the fact that I built myself up for a Newcastle game last Friday, and the next thing, all of a sudden, it was just pulled away from us, and I was kind of, I was kind of strappy, you know, I was kind of throwing yeah. my toys out of the pram up until maybe about Sunday evening uh, that we didn't have a Villa game, but. Um, you know, it's been great to chat. Great to chat, Villa. It, it always is great to chat, Villa, and fill time talking talk, talking about Villa and and uh, you know uh, this 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 campaign and the, the the Rainbow Laces campaign and all the stuff that you're doing as well is is just another facet of the great community run um, club I think that we have, which everybody should be just so 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 proud of. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I fully agree. We should all be proud to support Villa and, and proud to support each other, really. And I think that's that's my main message. But yeah, thank you for having me. No problem whatsoever. Do you want to give uh, any socials uh, a shout out there just so people can find you guys? Yes. Yeah, so we are at Villa and Proud on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's the same, I believe, on Instagram. But we've now got a new website. So we've got www.villaandproud.co.uk. Um, you can find that through our Twitter bio. It's linked in our Instagram and on our Facebook. Um, but yeah, it's now where we're, we're kind of centering our campaign around. We're putting out all our content and yeah, exciting things to come. So keep an eye out. Excellent. Excellent. No, I certainly will do. And um, 
yeah, you'd have you'd be able to have a deserved rest after all the organization that's going on. Um, even though you even though you did have an extra week to organize it, so I shouldn't really feel too too sorry for you and all the work that you put in, <laughs> as opposed to all the other teams out there that would have organized it. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know that that, that as I say, the it's it's probably been a mile a minute just trying to get things changed and press releases yeah, changed is. and stuff printed to get out there and stuff. So uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's probably been a manic couple of days for you, and you deserve a break. So it's a good thing that it's on 12 o'clock on Saturday Saturday um, lunchtime for you guys as well, so that at least you can breathe a sigh of relief come 3 o'clock, and hopefully Villa will have an extra three points on the board as well. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks everybody for listening. As uh, as Tom said there, give uh, Villa and Proud uh, a, a shout. Give them a follow on on, um, on any of the social medias, and, and their, their website is, is, is very, very good. If there's anybody that's looking to get involved there, just contact pages. Donate, um, you know. I'm sure that they absolutely love for love uh, anybody to reach out to them if they're interested in in getting involved. As I say, as Tom said, there 2018. They've so much work done since 2018 that uh, you know it's only going from strength to strength to strength now. So, um, and I'm sure that I'm here's me making a plea for uh, for recruitment for you guys. You guys might even need anybody else to do any more work. But uh, as I said, the more the merrier. I'm going to say it anyway, whether you guys uh, need anybody to come in or not. But um, thanks so much, as I say, for popping on. Thanks so much for everybody for listening to the podcast. You can follow um, myself on at Love McGrath Pod. Um, and thanks to everybody for listening. As I say, always, it means, means so much. Um, I've had a couple of people reach out to me with regards to the, um, the hats that we had for a giveaway. Um, I, I still have a small few of those hats left um, there is a post that's pinned at the top of uh, the Fertile of Pomegranate Twitter page you'll be able to find it there if anybody's interested in it I, I, you know, I've got them here I can send them to you guys and um, the prices are up there as well and all prices include postage uh, I suppose the only thing here is that uh, the kind of the cutoff for the UK is the is the 17th of um, of December. So if anybody is uh, maybe looking for them to stick in a stocking or anything like that, the 17th of December is the cutoff date. But get in contact with me if you're interested. We'll get something sorted for you and we'll, we'll get one across uh, across to the UK. Um, and also check out the Villa, Villa and Proud uh, merch that's on uh, the Aston Villa website under the training section as well, if that's something that you're interested in. So as I say, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back again with a podcast highlighting and doing a preview of the Wolves game um, probably on Thursday evening. But until then, up the villa. Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.